to Profitable Powerhouse Properties with the AHI Group. I'm Jonathan Cook, and with me as always... Brian Jenkins. Welcome, everyone. Hey, Brian. How are you today? You know, I'm doing pretty well today. Excellent. Yes, yeah, nice. It's, uh, I'm going to date, date the recording of this, but it's Friday. It is Friday. And, uh, you know, we were just talking. I try to keep my Fridays open to catch everything up, and yeah. I've got more catch to up today today. That's the only bad side. I heard we were leaving early today. We can talk about that later. Oh, oh, That's oh, what I read yesterday. Hopefully not too early. I'm not right. too early. I don't have time to leave early. But with us, with us, we have a special guest. It is Tim Wallace with Point Central. Tim, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Look, I have actually wanted to have you on a podcast since we ate hot chicken together and decided that, that our insides <laughs> didn't really care for us too much anymore. We'll talk about that story in a little bit. The spicy but, brethren, that's all I'll say. And, and he has been saying brethren. it since, which, by the way, was, was Southern States last year. Right? It was Southern States yeah. last year, yeah. I think. Kind of yeah. crazy. It was. Yeah. So, Tim, how are your insights? Have they normalized since that point in time? <laughs> oh, I, I am a hot chicken fiend. I have eaten so much more spicy stuff since then. I love it. What's so funny, and, and I said we're going to talk about this later. We're jumping into it now. I'm sorry. but And anybody that's listening to this that happened to have been on that rooftop and watched this, look, Tim is a champ. He is the champion, reigning champ. Beat me under the ground because you ate the third one. We both looked at that, that last hot chicken strip in there covered in sauce, and, like, we're looking at these other, these other three or four guys crying. Hey, guys, how are y'all? I was about to say, I thought, you know, from the picture I have of you and the video that Andrew sent me, it's like your eyes were watered up. You may have actually just missed it. You may have gone for it at the same time. And I thought about the it. The depth perception been messed Tim, up because did, of the water. Did we not eyes. both kind of look at each other like, are we going to both eat that last one? Who's going to have the last? And then you just, ah, stabbed it. I don't know. I'm a sucker for pain. What can I say? It was one of those things, situations where I was like, you know, it's not hitting me too hard yet. I've honestly cool. felt worse than this. What else can I lose? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, it's still not the hottest thing that I've ever eaten, but it was up there. I, I had some, um, like, out-of-body experiences <laughs> shortly <laughs> afterwards. Right. The, the pictures that Andrew Smallwood has of it with me, like, my face, like, oh, are pretty accurate to how Honestly, thinking about it's making me tear up a little bit over here. <laughs> Absolutely. But uh, why don't we, before we... Or before we just stay off on that ch- tangent and talk hot chicken for an hour, uh, tell us a little bit about Point Central and, um, you know, a little bit about how y'all operate, how long you've been there, and uh, then we can kind of go on from there, talk about the value of Point Central, which we are actually starting up with you guys pretty soon as well. So so lead us down that path, and we'll, we'll split off on our cool. minor tangents. Sound plan. So most people, when they hear the name Point Central, it doesn't sound too familiar, but we are a subsidiary of Alarm.com. Alarm.com is pretty well known around the entire country. They've been around since 2000 as a home automation provider and therefore uh, really consumer-focused um, settings. So homeowners and things like that, if you have a home security system, you, one of your partners like ADT or anyone like that probably gave you an Alarm.com system. So a lot of people are already using our applications and whatnot. Uh, Point Central, we entered the market in 2011 where we're focused strictly on the property management space. So we take that home automation and we brought it to an enterprise platform where property managers can have really full awareness of everything that's going on with properties that they manage and be able to uh, give vendor access, give tenant amenities, things like that to make this experience a little bit better for everyone. So that's where I where I come in. I've been Point Central for actually two years this month. So 
it's been an awesome time frame. Really got involved when we started branching into the third party property management space. Yeah. So uh, it's been a fun roller coaster ride coming and coming in hot and at the same time learning so much, but excited yeah. to be here with you guys and keep learning from you guys. There's so much to know and discover every day. Let's put it that way. Well, I think one of the, one of the things that, I mean, aside from us just being pretty, pretty legitimate buddies anyways, we, we talked when we were, when you and I were just talking, cause you were like, Hey, let's just catch up and talk. When, when you started telling me just kind of some of the applications that surprisingly we don't use or, or we don't use yet. It, it changed the platform for kind of an amenities package for tenants that, that we are working on. We, we are in always in process of uh, improving our experiences, whether that be homeowner experience, investor experience, or tenant experience. And Brian and I like to stay as close to the cutting edge as we can without, you know, getting cut or you know, bleeding too much all over someplace and, and getting burned. But we, we, tr we like to be um, industry leaders when it comes to what's, what's, a new, what's a new angle we can take for either getting a property leased faster, which, you know, we, we've got a recording with, with Rhino about that and, and simple bills and, and all these different, like what are, what are the best way that we can put a tenant in this property? It's like second nature is like the, the perfect example of like when we were like, this is a good way to, start working on this. And we were working with Andrew about some stuff like that. And we give shout outs to everybody that we talk to for every podcast that we do. <laughs> but um, we, we were talking about what can, how can we improve our forward facing to the tenant model? What is something that tenants want other than a decent price, a good management company that'll handle issues when I have them and ease of being able to make my payments. Okay. Well, what else counts for that. And we talked to uh, Nishat Fadness from Rent Path um, a few months ago, a few months back, talking about just what are the ways that we can get in front of tenants and make our our properties um, stand out, right? Yeah, we did two good episodes with him, actually. Yeah, I kind of deleted one of those on accident. Yeah, it wasn't actually. Actual. But then, then COVID started. <laughs> So then we got into it with them from a different perspective in uh, post-COVID. Yeah, we had, a, post -COVID, but during we had a corrupted yeah. file that we had, and it's it oh, split no. into yeah. it split into three-second recordings. It was, and we record for an hour, hour and fifteen minutes, and I think that episode was probably over an hour. Oh, and when the when the files came to me, it was however many hundreds of three-second files, and I was like, Brian, we're we're re-recording this, man. I can't. I can't do nothing with this. I could have probably sent it to our editing company. They probably could have made something out of it, but I, I didn't want to do that to somebody. So we just re-recorded it. <laughs> yeah, Deshaun was gracious enough because he had, man, he had done his research. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Stats so after stats after stats, and and uh, anyways, we. I mean, we had just as. Actually, I would say we had actually a better time. So oh, we definitely did. So. Well, because he knew how the podcast goes, he, yeah. he knew some of the questions we were gonna aim towards and so he's like i'm ready i'm teed up we're good to go and a lot of a lot of what we learned from him is that tenant experience is huge tenants are not just exactly they're not just people that can't go buy a house so they have to rent that's not what tenants are anymore tenants are you know sometimes are people that get a job in another state and they grew up in and oh, i'm going to live here for five years but i don't want to buy a house for five years sometimes they're they're just like i prefer to rent than buy because i want to change change places every couple of years and, and i don't well, I think what it made us realize as well even though we knew it already it just put in perspective that 
you know, it's not using the analogy of, of two management companies trying to lease out a very similar household, and even say in the same neighborhood. It's it's not just the property anymore. It's really about what you what services you can provide to the tenant and create that stickiness factor. And uh, and that's one of the reasons we're talking to you today because that's it's going to be on the forefront here in conversation that this is an additional tool, if you will, you can yeah, put your oh, belt and you can create that stickiness with the tenant, not only to attract them to the property in the first place, but to retain them once they're in there. So that's, that's kind of what that conversation got the juices flowing. Mm-hmm. We started thinking from that perspective and uh, you know, and I'll, I'll, we've got some great vendors throughout our industry and a lot of those guys are either tied to NARPM or IMN or uh, five star or some of the others, but uh, it's great to see, you know, all, all the industry just promoting additional services, developing those, and, and really just creating, you know, kind of to your point, I think cutting edge, basically technology and service levels uh, for the end renter. And, and not only that, but for property managers, uh, property owners along the way, the landlords. And, uh, and that's who we're speaking to today. So. Absolutely. And that's, that is our audience, Tim. Our audience is um, people in every level or every little tiny segment of the operation of I have a rental property, I own something. And, and what we have recently come into uh, contact and business with is build to rent space. One of, one of our large clients, um, their builder was actually asking us last week, was it last week or was it this week, Brian? Every day week. is a week to me. It was this week. We okay. actually drove to Huntsville and met with them. Every, every day is a week to me, Tim. I don't know what day it is. I, I know it's Friday <laughs> right this minute, but 15 minutes ago, uh, it could have been last we, month. We just, we just blame it on the COVID. That's all you can do. What's up? Exactly. So we were talking about what can we do to make these houses because they're brand new. And guess what? There, there's like three, exactly. four, there, there's three floor plans or four floor plans. Okay. Well, how do I make this unit worth more than this unit when it's the, like the same thing? It's, it's the same thing. What, how, how do we make this one either rent better than, than someone buying it? What, what can we do? And Brian and I were like, uh, Tim, th- th- that's how is we, we call Tim. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's not just, you know, it is the amenities, but it's, it's so much more than that. So what we're trying to do is optimize the rent rates. And this is another tool. Exactly. To to that. So that's, you know, so it's not just, uh, hey, this one's got cooler bells and whistles than the house next door. True. But it does. It does. And I feel like we've been beating around it for, for 16 minutes here about what those bells and whistles have to be, which that's the way we like to play it, Tim. It gets it people, they have to listen for 16 minutes before they know why they're listening to this episode. Ah, well, we're going to talk about smart home technology. I mean, it's a 16 minute intro, but it's a 16 minute intro. Smart home technology, Tim. Tell, tell us I feel bit. like the, the red carpet has been rolled out for me and I'm, I'm ready to go for it. You know? <laughs> that's what I did, man. T- tell us about, tell us about, do, do, Brian, do we want to talk about all the options or do we want to talk about what we kind of have come through? There's so, I'm sorry, Tim, you, you sent us a spreadsheet with oh, wow. so yeah. many options <laughs> and we're, we're trying to, we're trying to dial into that and go, whew, okay, well, we can yeah, do I everything. Think, I think probably. Totally understand. Let's talk at, let's talk at it from a, uh, from an operator standpoint. So I guess what, based on your current client base um, focused on what the majority of the property management firms are deploying uh, from you guys and just 
kind of start from there. I know okay. there's a lot more options. There's uh, there was so many options. We'll allow them to have a plug for their, you know, for how they can find that information out instead of dragging through every sensor well, and every camera. Absolutely. And yeah. Well, it also exactly. the good thing is the good thing is because I was reading um, in in your uh, proposal that you sent to us. That, I mean, a individual homeowner, individual investor can buy from you guys. It's that they can do that too. You're like this is what these prices are. Boom. If someone is a retail and tell buyer, this is how they get it. So, hey, investors, people out there listening, when you, after yep. you hear why you should be utilizing smart home technology and Point Central specifically, even if you're not using yeah. AHI I'll or tell some you, other property management. As a homeowner that has made my own home a, a smart home, piece milling that stuff together is absolutely, it's time consuming. Oh, it, it's, it is. It's like, is this compatible with this? But you know, to have professionals to kind of guide you and say, hey, here's, if you, this is what you're looking for. Buy these items. Yeah. And you're good to go. Yeah. So. so go for it, Tim. We've set you up. <laughs> All right. I mean, kind of taking it back to where you were a couple minutes ago, really is that wow factor for tenants. If we can help lease the property a little bit faster. I mean, comparing apples to apples, if a property is, as one of my coworkers loves to say, a dumb property that's just got basic amenities, side by side with a property that's got an awesome keyless lock. It's got a smart thermostat they can program from their phone. It's got an application they can control things with, um, with geofencing and stuff like that. It's just one of those additional amenities that a tenant's going to be like, wait, this is a little bit extra that is, it's got a cool factor to it that a lot of millennials that are starting to rent. It has a mean factor. It has a mean factor, Tim. It does. It's like, it's, <laughs> it's doorbell camera things, memes. Yes. A lot of Brian doesn't know what a meme is. I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you're a grumpy old man like Brian, if you want to call, you can have those doorbell cameras just to catch the annoying teenagers that are doorbell ditching you, right? That's right. That's <laughs> right. Absolutely. You want you want that, and you want your tenants to have that. That's the cool thing. Is I mean, a tenant being able to have that—that that means they don't have to go out and buy a thing. They see all these things on the internet. Hey, this property already has. Hey, that. They're not messing with your wiring. They're not, you know. The exactly. Off, it so. stops them from coming in and trying to piecemeal their own thing together that yeah, maybe they hired someone from Geek Squad to come install it for them. And heaven knows some of those groups and stuff sometimes just go a little bit too far beyond it. And you don't, you're, you owners and investors don't want someone messing with your properties too much and, and doing their own thing. Uh, and that's another part of it too, is it's kind of catching things early because even homeowners right now recognize that this is something awesome that they can do to hopefully rent their properties out a little bit faster and mm -hmm. get more attention that's kind of a fun thing that we're noticing within property managers as well that we're integrating with is some of these properties already have like a google nest smart thermostat in there and mm -hmm. so point central we're having to pivot a little bit okay these are systems that are already in place that are proven let's integrate with them and make mm -hmm. sure that we can cover as much of this stuff as possible and keep this as simple as possible for for you guys as well and for the tenant so we don't have to go in there halfway through and switch out the thermostat for something else or whatnot um but it's totally that factor there where all things remaining equal. If you've got one property that's got a little bit more of a cool factor to it and an amenity that seems useful, there you go. Um, one of the awesome things about that is obviously going keyless. No need to worry about losing keys anymore, or being oh, locked out. Let's talk about how how handy that is because it's astronomically well, handy. I've had it on my house for five years. Yeah. So I, it's, it's a game changer. I mean, being able to just go in there, I mean, and I was reading the options here. You can do the, the keypad, which is what I'm familiar with, or the, the touch screen one too. And I've seen those. Yep, they got touch pads now sharp. too. So that, that's just, 
an additional factor of a tenant being able to get gain access to their house. We don't even have to necessarily make it difficult because right now with COVID, we're trying to keep everybody social distance. We can go ahead during, exactly. you know, pre-move-in, go ahead and all your keys are at your property. This is your code for entering it. And this is how you change your code so that only you know your code. Yep. Right? That's simple. Yep. And they're actually, they'll actually get an, an email from us that says, hey, here's your login to your system as well. Download this application. Boom. Now you don't even have to worry about any keys or anything. Even if you forget your code, you can program everything from the application just fine. That's cr- and that's just the, the the keyless entry pad. You've got the the home nest. Yep. You've got the the doorbell camera, which I mean everybody thinks of it like Ring, but also everybody thinks of hubs as kind of like an Alexa or or a uh, a Siri. It's all the it's the same idea, but that's what it is. That's how how I can I wrapped my brain around it when you were talking. I was like, oh, it's it's this. I mean, yeah, but it's ours. But it's it does this. We can also connect other cameras. We can also do this. Then an alarm system on a house as well. I mean, we think about um, most of our properties that have alarms on them, Brian, I would say are in our A-class portfolio. Yes. The majority of them are. Mm -hmm. But the benefit of having an alarm on a property in even a C-class area, I mean, the the cost versus the benefit of it is great. I I, I don't, and up until we were talking to you, I kind of, I uh, never really thought about it, but now I'm like, I feel like everybody should have an alarm. Just the, the, there's a security aspect to it. There's the, you know, security for the tenant, but also for the homeowner as well it, during any vacancy period like that. That's huge. Exactly. Well, it's like I said yesterday, and, we were talking about this. It's like alarms on C class versus A class, you know, and I've always had one on my house, but it's just a peace of mind. You're on vacation, you're out of area, you know, it's set, you know, if there's an issue. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. At least we hope they do. Of course we do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Good gracious. So what were you saying? I'm sorry, Tim. I was going to say, along with kind of going keyless is also really the whole leasing experience, too. I mean, you guys are already doing self-showings, right? We yes. are. So one of the things that we noticed really fast when we got involved in this this part of the industry was if we can get our locks to integrate with self-showing mm-hmm. softwares as well. I mean, we have our own unattended showing solution is what we call it, mm-hmm. but... Uh, we don't do the syndication piece. So if you've got partners out there like Tenant Turner and Shomojo, which that's all names out there too, if you're cool with well, that. We, 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 well, look, we have recorded a podcast with Tenant with Turner. James, yeah. Yeah, we had James on. And I mean, just that, awesome. that aspect of it. Uh, we, we love Tenant Turner. That's who we've yeah. used. And we, we like James. Actually, we used, uh, gosh, we used those guys for two years before we ever did self-showing. Uh, yeah. we just, just for the scheduling component. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Or being able to give a vendor a code. I mean, yeah, yeah. Back, you're talking about leasing right now, but even that in between that turn time, being able to give a GC, here, here's your code. Go, go. It's good for yep. this period of time. Get in there, do whatever you got to do. Let us know what's up. I mean, that's that's a no brainer. But if we do it with integrated into the door, and that integrates toward Tenant Turner or Show Mojo or whatever anybody's got, we have Tenant Turner. Mm-hmm. We don't have to run out there and see what which. Uh, which lockbox is on this house? We need a serial number. No, well, and, it's and, the door uh, to that house. You know, something we've not experienced yet, uh, but since you brought this up, integrating with your door locks with a system like that. So if we were in a situation where you had an occupied property that's selling investor to investor, there's always the appraisals, mm-hmm. the home inspections, all that kind of stuff. Yep. You could actually, you could work with the system, go ahead and schedule, give them a one-time code to get in if the tenant's good with that. Um, wow, that's a that's a big deal. Yeah, because you, ne- you yep. never have to go retrieve that keypad. It's right. just there. Yep. Oh, my gosh. 
we're thinking of new and you don't have to go in and like necessarily use. change that code after the fact that it's yeah, it's all so, the stuff where you can schedule those codes to expire at a certain date yeah, so right. there's no going back and managing everything and having to log in and out twice a month just to yeah. be on top of stuff it's it's all super easy one click stuff where you generate the code the user type when they should have access which properties they have access to and one click you're done it's it's super simple i love it tell, tell us a little bit about the hub what what all what all works with that hub just is it just the thermostat or what, what all connects yeah great question so the hub itself is kind of the the brain of the smart home system let's okay. put it that way so that sits on the property it's got a cell signal in it that communicates to our network so and we we take care of that connection and make sure that's on all the time but it also speaks to the devices um, and one of the communication protocols out there for a lot of smart devices is called Z-Wave. It's just a short distance communication protocol. There's a lot of smart devices on the market that might be Bluetooth or even Wi-Fi related. Mm-hmm. Obviously in vacant properties, a lot of these times you're not gonna have Wi-Fi there too. So yeah. we chose Z-Wave. It's a little bit more of a secure communication method. There's pairings involved that are, and encryptions to keep things protected That's so right. your neighbors yeah. can't hack into your system and control mm-hmm. your devices as well. Uh, but yeah, it communicates through any, to basically any Z-Wave device uh, we do have a list of certified point central devices that we'll pair with um, and be able to support and troubleshoot remotely for you. So if things come up on your side in terms of the property managers, if you need some support on that, or even the tenants, if they have any problems, they can call us up and get the support they need as well and troubleshoot those devices too. So we're, that's one of the other things that we're kind of built into as well is we recognize the need for support. Yeah. Obviously things do happen for these types of devices. I mean, no smart device is perfect that I'm aware of. Uh, but and we don't want to clog your phone lines with tenants saying, "Hey, this is an issue." We provide that support, yeah. no extra charge. It's all built into our service fees and everything. So That's great. we want to make sure you guys are taken care of and your tenants are taken care of to really have that wow experience all around, and not have to wait on hold for five hours for anything that comes up or not have an email response for five days. Mm, right. Uh, so good. okay, so the options. Well, I mean, I know the options are. Kind of, endless. not endless not quite close there was an end to that excel spreadsheet <laughs> i saw it i scrolled down to it first but so you've got keyless entry you've got doorbell cameras you've got an alarm system that is also an option that that integrates with the whole thing does the alarm also integrate with the hub as well so the alarm is a piece that we have to get one of our alarm.com sure. partners involved in Point Central, we don't do the security aspect ourselves, mm-hmm. but if that's something you want, that's part of the alarm.com platform, and we can totally yeah. get someone involved there to have that uh, turned on there. Uh, they'll provide in kind of swap out instead of the hub, you'll have mm-hmm. a security panel. Okay. And that security panel will still control the devices the same way oh, through that you. C-Wave communication. Okay. So then we've got, did I already th- say thermostats? Is that, uh, no. that, that's also on there, right? Yep. So that's got the, the smart thermostats. thermostats. What am I missing? Garage door? Is that... That that's one of them. Explain how that yep, works. Is that the Z-Wave? Does that does that connect? If yep. you have the Z-Wave, can your can phones send Z-Wave or how does that work? Yeah. So the way that everything works is like you mentioned, the hub gets connected to our 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 network as well. Mm-hmm. That cell signal also connects everything to your your phone apps too. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's got the phone app, that communicates back to our network as well through their own cell signal. And so any controls they give on their phone get passed on to the property through that hub and tell those devices what to do. So they can be a mile away from their house, knowing they're going to be home soon, click open the garage door on their, their smartphone. It communicates through the cloud back to their hub and that device and tells it to open up. And when they pull in their driveway two minutes later, their garage door is open. But you also mentioned geofencing. So can that work on the garage? Yeah. Door aspect? yeah. 
Yep. So you can't have it. So geofencing is this cool little technology where obviously your phone can track your location and you can turn on location services within the application too. And you can relate your geolocation to certain commands. So if you drive more than half a mile away from your house or whatnot, the thermostat can automatically go into energy saving mode Mm -hmm. to get you a more really financially feasible energy bill, hopefully. Uh, Turn up your AC a little in the summertime or turn down the heat in the wintertime. Mm -hmm. I can also pair that into the garage door opener. So if you're within a certain distance to your house, automatically open the garage door. Maybe it's if it's after 8 p.m., you want to have the front light automatically turn on so you have some light out there too so you can see where you're going. Things like that. And even internal lights too, if you've got light switches on the inside or appliance controls that you can plug lamps into and whatnot, those can automatically turn on. Get that thermostat set back to a cooler mode or have it cooling when you get home so you're not drenched in 80 degrees when you walk in too. That, that will be the problem here. It will not Turn on your wife's favorite playlist when you get home. Uh, I mean, to get within the house. You Mumford know. and Sons. I like Mumford yeah. and Sons. Yeah, they, it'd be all Abbott That's your favorite. It would, it would be all Abbott Brothers. All it would be. Okay. It would be Abbott Brothers <laughs> and Mumford and Sons. Maybe. I was going to say, and if you have that Amazon Alexa or that Google <laughs> Voice, you can... I do. Turn on those apps and have those rules mm. turned on as well. So all kinds of fun automation stuff you can do. That Oh, my gosh. That's the, the convenience of that. I mean, do, <clears throat> I'm curious what what hard value we would put on a property, on two equal properties, one with um, a full smart home technology package versus one that just doesn't. I mean, what have you, have what you guys done at? any of that research by market at all? Yeah, that's a great question. So we've got quite a few different providers uh, in multiple different industries too. Like we've got, you guys are obviously in a single family mostly. We are in, in multifamily and we have some big institutional investors that we're working with as well. Um, and generally speaking, the range that we see that people are charging for this type of service to their tenants is kind of related back to really the benefit they're getting from it. Obviously, there's the ease of control of the devices. There's the, the savings you see from that smart thermostat. And kind of what we're seeing is anywhere from like a 17 to a $25 range per month. And it's kind of a charge on that. Yeah. So that, that adding that, so if you're, that's like the, the value of, you know, a pet in a property, Brian. Yeah. How much does a pet cost in a property, even yeah. when they're good pets? And that's your, more, well, the, like how, me, that's more, you're, you're depreciating the property. Sure. Because of the wear. Exactly. Like this one, you're actually adding value to. I understand. System, so. But but people look at it from a cost basis analysis and a, a pet is going to cost something. This is going to cost something, but right. not in my opinion, because I've seen your pricing. It's not as much as a pet costs. I mean, a, a pet <laughs> costs, a pet costs, even a good pet, Brian, they cost, a, they cost a bit. Yeah. That's what security deposits. I mean, for, some though. people, some people do love their phones more than pets too. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's, <laughs> Katie will tell you, Tim, that I love my phone more than I love our dog, but that's yeah. not true. He's a big goofball. And, He's, he's a pain. I just so want to I point out to the listeners, because this is not actually going to be the video Zoom. It's yeah. going to be the audio. Oh, yeah, that he had his so phone. Tim's spitting his phone. Yeah, so. <laughs> See, I, this, this is the ones where I'm like, I wish I wish we also, and we can't. We yeah. should. Yeah. We should post this one. It's we will. good. We will. We won't edit even the beginning part. Oh, no. <laughs> We're not even going to edit the beginning. We're going to leave it the way it is, raw, post it on YouTube. No, we probably won't do that yet. But we're we're, we're well, working on. I wish my green screen was working a little bit better back here. I got I got a hazy uh, green like screen behind me, so it looks like you're it looks like you're in a old VHS tape. That's what it looks like. There you go. See, I'm like thinking digital camouflage, but digital camouflage. Like sure. okay. And it looks like he's in an '80s movie that I've watched <laughs> way too many times. It's like Bloodsport. 
<laughs> my copy of Bloodsport is bad. <laughs> you can't watch that thing. So all the I do have a I do have a question. So obviously there is uh, which we can get into some pricing models and kind of where I wanted to go with the most common packages uh, to give our listeners an idea of, of kind of the cost associated with uh, with the equipment, getting it set up, and that sort of thing. But I think there's also going to be a question of is you know as far as subscription wise. What does that look like month to month for you guys? And maybe we should look at first look at the most popular package, if you will, mm-hmm. and then say, okay, this this particular package would cost X amount per month. And uh, I'm assuming you know the value we just talked about was that seventeen to twenty five dollar a month mm-hmm. value add associated also with the shorter days on market, you know, more amenities listings for the uh, potential tenant. And uh, but you know, there's there's they're paying a little bit more rent but they're also getting these, all these additional services. Absolutely. And then when we couple it with some of our other providers, like you know, we talk about Rhino and Simple Bills and so on. So you're saving nature. money in second nature. So you're saving all that money on the front end, but then you're deploying it elsewhere. And yeah. we'd, we'd rather capture it as the property managers and our vendors versus having somebody go out to the mall or shop online and Amazon and blow the rest of their savings. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, what I see is people are going to, people are putting in these, these doorbell systems. People are putting in these Alexas and people are putting in these nests. They're doing it anyways. Yeah. They're, they're doing it in properties that they're renting. Just do it for them and do it right. Yeah. Don't let them, ah, I bought this thing. I want to get it installed. Okay. We can do that, but you have to put it back to how the homeowner had it beforehand when you move out. Okay, I guess that's fine, but I want it. Okay. I mean, then we have to go take out a nest and put back in a regular old thermostat. We take out a good ring doorbell system kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Put in just a regular one. Again. So, that's disheartening for a, for a maintenance. But, but to your right? point, there are people doing it. I just, <laughs> I just looked at, uh, you know, we had a Z inspector port come through on one of our properties today that we own. Another event. And, uh, Another vendor, right? <laughs> so, and I was viewing it this morning, and uh, I noticed that uh, yeah, the, the residents going in and yeah, yeah, you know, they put in two new Nest thermostats. That's my boy. People are doing this anyways. So, what does it what does it actually look like? Let's let's talk a little bit about costs, and um, let's talk about the the most popular option first. What are, what are you hearing from property managers um, and and institutional investors? What what are you seeing? What what are most people going with? That's a great question. And that's actually one of the prime pieces of feedback we've gotten a lot from the property manager space is that when we initially entered the market a couple of years ago, and I started with Point Central, our prices were up there in like that seven to $800 range per property for all these smart devices. And that's just not feasible right now for, for investors that are wanting to enter the smart home space. Like that's, that's a lot to front. It's like one major, major repair. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. And if something else like that comes up, that's, that's not really feasible. So we've, we've gone a long way just in the last couple of years and we've got a summer promo coming up in July and August. So if anyone's listening to this and wants to hear about that, pay me separately, but generally speaking, we've been able to get that pricing down to close to half of it. And really depends on how many properties you're putting online with us. Cause obviously sure. there's, there's tiered discounts. If we yeah. can get volume, that's, that's the game. So, uh, but generally speaking, we're anywhere from, if you just want like a, a lock in a hub, mm-hmm to kind of have that communication piece, but also the keyless access, that's right around the $300 range, generally speaking. And that's pretty similar if you were to like go to Best Buy or Home Depot and buy these devices yourself yeah, and, yeah. and do a DIY system. 
So that's generally kind of the range that we're looking at, um, to, if you want to add the smart thermostat, water sensors, light switches, and things like that, uh, you're up there probably around the four to $500 range right now. That's not bad at all. We're excited to tell you about our new partnership with Rhino. Rhino can replace security deposit requirements with an affordable insurance policy that the tenant pays instead of having to pay more money up front. The service is very straightforward and it was super quick to implement. We know that this is a no-brainer. If you're looking to increase your occupancy rate and increase your NOI by reducing your days on market, head to sayrhino.com today and check them out. I couldn't, I know that everything I have in my house that does most of those things cost more than that. I mean, I've spent, I've spent way more. Oh, because I am going to add my Alexa to it, but my Alexa is what's running half that stuff. That's, it, it right. Is. My kids are so, I have so many Alexas on my property. It's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> my kids are obsessed with them. Yeah, we have Google. Play Home. Trolls 2 soundtrack. Oh, come on. Not again. <laughs> yeah, man. How many times have you seen that movie? I have seen it a dozen times oh. at least. Oh. I, I caved and watched that the, the week it came out on demand and same yeah. here. Saw it the day, Trolls, like, Trolls is a big one here. We had um we had it like scheduled on our calendar in our kitchen. This day we are watching Trolls too, and it was the day that it went live. <laughs> and like my five year old Madison was like, "It's Trolls!" And when she woke up, I'm like, "You've got to go to school first, or you've got to do school stuff first because she wasn't going to school at the time because it was COVID situation. So it's like you've got to have a day's worth of school. Dad's got to go to work. When Dad gets home, we can Trolls too." but it's not, not right this minute because she's like, she woke up. She's like, let's watch it right now. Mm -mm -mm, 6 a.m. Let's watch it. <laughs> Come on, kid. Let's, let's back it up a bit. But I mean, d doing this, I know I've spent more than four or 500 bucks on oh, yeah. things like that for sure. What is the, what is the monthly cost? What is the subscriptions from the hubs? And yeah, good question. Else? So, I mean, you think about it, we got a cell connection. We're getting connected there. Mm -hmm. um, obviously it's like, it's like turning on a cell phone, essentially there's a SIM card and everything in there. Uh, we've got the support piece. We've got the enterprise platform piece and we're giving everyone access to all these smart devices, mm -hmm. the, the applications for smart devices too. So like your smartphone, your tablet, there's even a web login if someone wants to control it that way. And so all that's kind of in there at the, the low end, you're looking 10 to $12 range for just the keyless access solution mm -hmm. or for all smart devices, you're up anywhere from 14 to $17 a month. And bad. then adding the security not... piece, tying in with like those security dealers and stuff, probably adding another eight to $10 a month for monitored security, where if anything ever happens, you get 911 and everything called for you. I like how you're leading into these, like, I don't want to say $12. <laughs> you're like, you're, you're like, that is nothing. That's, that's, that is very inexpensive. Like we could tack that on to every property in our system. And I don't even think tenants would balk at it. So is this, and let me ask you a question. So in regard to the subscription service, is something the tenant uh, pays directly to you? You guys billing them directly or are you coming through the PM to bill back? Great question. So we're billing straight to the property manager and we're giving you guys the opportunity to kind of go back to the tenant and choose what you want to charge them. It's turned it into a profit center for you. A lot of our property managers are adding anywhere from four to $7 a month on top of that, just to get a little bit more extra revenue there. Well, and honestly, the tenants, the tenants aren't batting an eye. Like that's an expectation because this is right. such a cool amenity and the HVAC savings alone are anywhere from 10 to 23% a month. So I don't know what the average utility with, bill out there is. Well, if you couple that with 
with second nature as well, which is already what a 15% savings roughly. So you're you're looking at coupling both of those two aspects, these tenants, like you, you come back to them tenants, you're saving this much money having this, that's a no brainer. That's gotta be something that every, I can't imagine not jumping on it. If that Mm -hmm. was, if those were my options, I mean, especially hopefully like everything else we do, Brian, if we get to be first in the market, that's really doing this in Birmingham and then spread it out to all of our other markets. I yeah, just, love, I just love to be the first. Just nest thermostats in my house, which I I've got a basically a three story house with two systems. Um, but after after the first time we were coming up for budget billing again, um, after several months, and we we actually reduced twenty twenty dollars a month on budget bill, pretty much within the first five months. You're kidding me? Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, it is. Like you said, when you come, I'm in the same boat. I. I had two HVAC systems in my house that I just moved out of last year. Out in the Utah summers, that mm-hmm. they're still dry out there, so humidity isn't as big of an issue. But just the, the scheduling and the geofencing alone was saving us thirty to forty dollars a month on our cooling bill. That's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, Brian, I want to do this on all of our properties. Just well, you got pays for itself. I mean, just look at say, it from that perspective. Your yeah. equipment's paying for itself. Absolutely. It is. Well, plus for the property owner. So I guess we flip it a little bit. So you can look at this kind of the same mantra as second nature. Is okay. You're extending the life of the, of the equipment. Mm-hmm. So you're less wear and tear on the equipment. It's running for less hours. The thing exactly. I like about some of that is the reporting that sends you and you've, you know, you've used this many fewer hours than you did the prior month or this many more. Um, so you can really get a feel for what's going on in your home. Well, you couple that with the security aspect of even if you're not using utilizing the actual security software for, through uh, alarms.com, if you end up just using the security aspect of that that doorbell system or, or the camera, just one camera outside and that that keypad entry, that that adds so much security to that property. And even if it's, I mean, I, I wish I knew the actual statistics on this, but my mother years and years and years and years ago on one of her rental properties that she had, she took one of those, uh, it's like a plastic camera that, that has a wire and you just stick a wire and it just looks like the ca- the house is monitored. Yeah. And she's oh, we like, talked about this with another yeah, client last we week. did. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that, that yep. actually yeah. does stuff. There's a psychological component. It's a deterrent. It's yeah. a deterrent. That's exactly right. And like, but this is like actually there. It's very recognizable. I've seen these whole things. It's recognizable. You can walk up to them and be like, oh, let me, uh, I'll just leave this house on. I'm not going to steal that Amazon package. I'm not going to do it because I'll end up on Facebook tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and then, I mean, just, just those little aspects of that make all of these components and all the options. I mean, is that actually a line we could use in marketing to say, you know, something along the lines of safer delivery for your Amazon packages. Yeah, a thousand percent. Yeah. I want to yep. that. That, is, that is going to be on my marketing right underneath. Stop porch pirates. Yeah, right, right underneath save now instead of 10 to 15, now what, 20 to 30 percent? Instead of right below that line, also uh, protect your packages from porch pirates with. You know, central the, the funny thing, Tim, is at, awesome. we're, we're actually in Huntsville. And we're talking to uh, one of our partners with a, there's a whole clients build to rent scenario, which is kind of, you know, we've had this conversation with you before, uh, before this past Monday, we knew we were going to be meeting with them. And, and what came up was, Hey, how can we optimize rents here? You know, we're tossing some ideas with them and you guys are right in the mix of that saying, okay, here's, here's what we can do. We can create some smart homes, create that advantage. 
And then on the way back, you know, we're talking about it with Ralph. And I was like, I'd be willing to pull 10 of my properties right now. Go ahead and just, just do just it. Do it. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we, we want, we're, we're hoping to get you guys in on it. Like as the framing is happening on these new properties, just go, yeah, this is a point central house. Just blip, plug it in. Like from the ground up, we're trying to plan you guys into them. So the ones that we already have, like, yeah, we need them. So let me ask you a question, I guess. And this is probably more on the alarm side than some of this other stuff, but are they still doing any hardwire or is it all just all wireless technology now? That's a good question. That's actually was the birth of alarm.com was our CEO getting fed up with his hardwired security system. So we are completely wireless with all of our devices. I mean, there are some out there like... I've seen them on properties recently and it's like, why? That's not modern at all, but it, it does exist still, but we're a hundred percent wire free. Well, it's like- Here I was thinking that these the, these are all wired in. Yeah. I guess they're not. Well, see, well I'm, I'm the old man in the room, Brian. See, <laughs> mentally. <laughs> so my I mean, first... obviously we do have, I'm sorry, we have an AC cord you have to plug in for the hub, but that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> There's a wire. Wiring is optional. If you want it to work, you got to plug it in the power source, right? So, exactly. But I was going to say, you know, my my first video doorbell uh, on on my current house was actually I, I bought the one that would wire, and I had to upsize my transformer, and you know, all you had to upsize your transformer for real? Yeah, for the doorbell. That's insane. So I didn't think about that. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't work. It well, was it too was, low. Well, I was going to say, what is Bump it from low voltage to yeah, 110. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, you had to get it to yeah. at least 110. So, and all the while, what I should have done was start with the, the wireless. Yeah. One. But I wanted to use my chime. I was, you know, here I'm the old man again. So I'm thinking old school, right? Bing, so, but it, it lasted for like two years mm-hmm. and then it started, it started acting yeah. up. So pulled it off. Next time I go back to Best Buy is buy the wireless. Yeah. And there you go. Done. So, yeah. Like it's, it's so, it's such a convenience because every, like I have, um, the first one that I saw, this is years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. my friend Jarrett actually has one on his front door and he was the first person I'd ever heard of that. Ha- and he, he works in like AI systems and he works in the technology field. He was the first person I'd ever heard of to have a doorbell camera. And I, I was driving through his neighborhood. He actually lives over in the same area that, um, some of our other properties are. I, I was driving through there and he's like, Hey man, I just saw you passing <coughs> I'm like, why are you at home? He's like, I'm not. How, I'm, I know I'm in your neighborhood. How did you? I'm very confused. He's like, I saw you at my doorbell. And my brain didn't comprehend. I was like, what do you mean you saw me out of your doorbell? <laughs> and then he sent me the video of me driving past his house. I was like, what's happening? What are we doing? Where's your, I didn't know your, ha- your house was camered up. And he goes, it's just my doorbell. It's like, what are you talking about? It's the coolest thing. And I know that's, I feel really old that, that like to me, it's still, you know, is that impressive to me? Because now everybody has them. I watch yeah. YouTube videos. Like there's whole genres of doorbell camera footage on, there's like whole channels on YouTube for it. There's a subreddit. It's pretty funny. So you guys offer, I'm sure you offer the, the cloud storage as well on the devices as part of. Yeah, associated with the kind of video storage for doorbell cameras and yeah. clips. Mm-hmm. Adding doorbell cameras does add an additional element to it on the monthly service fees. I apologize. I didn't mention that, um, but that's just an extra $5 a month. I built to you guys for that. You can choose what you want to upcharge for that too. That's pretty great. I, I'm, I'm, I am super excited to get these on properties and just watch the difference between, I would really like to have two, like be great. Nah, be great to have some of our new properties that 
So we could compare like identical homes, one with smart home I'm technology, sure we'll be one with the other. Some owners that'll jump on it and others. It would be, I would really, really love to put these on like the heights. Yeah. It'd be really funny to see like, this one had the smart home technology and it rented in seven days. This one doesn't, and it's been on the market for this. I, I yeah. would love to see the difference of that because I can't wait to build that marketing piece into our regular marketing because that's just an exciting thing to add to it. Like I want people to be looking at us as a property management company, and I'm sure our listeners want potential tenants to be looking at their product, their house, their whatever it is, whether it's their whether they're a property management company or if they're an individual investor. You get a, a, a brand. Everybody has their own brand. We have our brand. Yep. Point Central has a brand. I would like when people look at an AHI property or any of our listeners, when somebody's looking at one of their properties that have that mindset of like, oh, these are the ones that I want to rent. If I'm moving from this house for some reason, I want to move back into one of these people's homes because their homes are awesome. They, they, are, they are good in more ways than just I was fairly treated with my rent, my maintenance got done on time, because hopefully all property management companies are doing that. And we know that they're not always perfect, but but we hope everybody's striving in that direction anyways to treat tenants instead of as an income source, they're, they're people. So we've got to treat them as such. And so this is just another way to continue to do that and show them not only do we want to put you, put you as a body into a home so we can collect rent from you. We want you to have a good experience when you're there so that if you ever move out of this house for any reason, whether you outgrow it, you uh, now you make enough money, you can go someplace else, or you've had some hardship and you need to move to a different one, whatever it is, if you've got to move out of this house, we want you to move into one of our other ones. And this is a good step toward making sure that when people look at whoever is listening to this and, and is using, using that service, this just sets that standard above what do we always say about how good you do a rehab and how well you treat with a turn is how tenants are going to uh, treat the property in the Explain expectation that. right yeah you, you set that expectation <laughs> yeah. on a property. Oh, i'm raising this camera up. didn't even mean to do that i was um, gonna say just interject real quick we're, we're invested in helping you guys have that branding as well like we want people to know like hey if you're on with point central your tenants need to know that you guys are our brand that is making that investment in them as well and so we actually have it so that the applications they use on the smartphone and everything, all that gets your branding too. So every time they log in and control their devices, it's going to say AHI Whoa. properties Whoa. and create that stickiness Whoa. a little bit more for you. Yeah. Fancy. I love it. Blown mind. That's yeah, I, you aren't even looking at that. Like, well, wow. my face wow. is exploded. So the, this, this is why we needed to record this video. It is. To see that facial reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, man. So the other part of that is, I guess we probably, for the sake of our listeners, need to understand how easy it is to transfer control of those devices from management company coming from vacancy to tenanted, and then once that tenant eventually leaves, coming back into the management company. So how, how does that workflow, how does that function, what's that look like? Great question. So that's all built into our enterprise platform where uh, you would say essentially mark a property as vacant or occupied. When a mar property is marked as vacant, all of your existing vendors and whoever you have access to certain groups of properties will have access to those vacant properties. Um, and you'll be able to get access notifications and events. And if you want to have a set thermostat schedule for a vacant property to give that a little bit more energy saving and save the owner money, that's, that's set up there. Whereas occupied when it's marked as occupied, it will ask for a tenant login, or if you're integrated with our property management software integrations, it'll automatically pull the tenant information from that stuff and send an email out to the tenant says, hey, here's your login for the system, set this up, 
here's your access code, you're set to go. How does the uh, property management software, so how does that integrate with, does it work with Appfolio? Does it pull from Propertyware? What, what, what systems do you guys uh, integrate with? That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Good question. So we're currently working on the Propertyware integration. That one should be ready in Q3 from what I understand. Okay. Um, but we are integrated with Yardi, RealPage, um, a couple others. I can get you guys a more specific list. I apologize off the top of my head that it didn't have that in front of me. We didn't uh, know but... that this is where this conversation was going to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty great. I mean, because I know what we use. I mean, there, there, uh, there's people that listen to us that use all sorts of different Propertyware or property uh, management software mm -hmm. system. So it's good for people that are listening to this to know, hey, if you've got Yardi, if you've got that, I mean, just. Well, then if you have a, if you have a closed system like Appfolio, selfishly, uh, I'm asking that for us because we use Appfolio. Um, and we know that they have API, well right? So yeah. are you able to do anything with like systemized reports that are sent to you, like tenant, tenant ticklers or anything of that nature that are identifying. Yeah, good movements. question. So that's one of the things we can definitely uh, dig in and reporting and help you guys understand where to get, where to pull that information from that's related to what's happening with the system. Um, you can also always access those activity logs and have records and set notifications up for who's accessing properties and whatnot. Right. And ironically, Appfolio is one that is opening the door a little bit to us. They're letting oh, select customers oh. have an integration. They so don't if have you're a on lot their enterprise side, me. Exactly. We we have one of our customers that was like poking and prodding and said, "Hey, <clears throat> do this, or else we're going to switch to someone else." And they they came. Smart. So good. You think we have that kind of pull, Brian? Not yet. Not that. Uh, we no, we need to get on the other system. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Appfolio. I hope you're listening. Yeah, we've been on Appfolio for a while, yeah. I, and honestly, you know, we could debate software because we use Propertyware as well. We have a client that does Propertyware yeah. enterprise version. So, and there's you know each of them has their advantages and. Uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, the closed API is sometimes a hurdle, but you can, as I said, you can do scheduled reporting that goes out, tenant ticklers, you know, projecting yep. move-ins. You can already have the, uh, the tenant's information in there so that once they are set up, approved, and then you guys can send your link into your system to create that, uh, that portal for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and you guys will have a dedicated customer success manager too that can kind of help dig in and, and train on more of the specifics on what the system is capable of, where you can pull this information from and, even we're open to feedback too. If we want to make some modifications and, awesome. and customize something for you guys, we can do our best to make that happen too. We've got, that's kind of the benefits of us being part of alarm.com. We have the alarm.com commercial team and engineering yeah. team. That's all dedicated to this stuff too. So we're noticing that there's a need to pivot every once in a while and mm -hmm. we can, we can pull that off. Whereas other providers out there that are more of those DIY things or even startups, they can't do the same things that we have with alarm.com point central. Sure. Yeah. So I guess one question I have that we haven't talked about. So if, if you weren't converting an entire house and since the system is wireless, do you guys have an option that could be transferred from property to property in the sense of uh, vacant properties to give some basic level of alarm system or camera system? Um, you know, we just run into this in some, some locations where you have AC systems stolen or, you know, copper piping or whatever. We have that asked of us all the time. And, and traditionally, the answer is, you know, if you're not willing to put a system in, uh, you might consider putting decals, dummy cameras, that sort of thing up to deter people. But do you guys have a, an option for owners that like that, maybe to use yeah. vacancies? Great question. So like you guys mentioned, that doorbell camera is one deterrent. Mm -hmm. um, even if during vacancy, if their Wi-Fi isn't turned on and the video is not actively pulling, 
that's one of those things there that they see a doorbell camera, they're like, oh crap, maybe I shouldn't do anything dumb here. Uh, but the other side of that, we do have a, a large institutional investor that's using one of our de- devices called an image sensor. Mm-hmm. And an image sensor is essentially, instead of having a, a camera on the site that is collecting video through Wi-Fi, an image sensor is a little bit lower bandwidth. It's able, it's got a motion sensor built in so that when it detects motion, it takes still images and those get transmitted to the enterprise platform where you guys can view what's going on in the property and check those on a daily basis. It's kind of like I having think, a, big, a big game camera, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yep. In fact, I had a sign over here. Oh, here it is. This investor now, actually first? puts this sign on the property. Oh, nice. I, I left the camera for it. It'll I say, like warning, that. this property is equipped with an advanced smart home technology. Your photo will be taken. That's so, pretty good. Don't do anything stupid. They just <laughs> hang that on the door and it's set. Yeah, that's actually pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, wow, that's, I like that. I mean, I almost so what is goes on anyway. So what is the, uh, I guess, what, what does that look like as far as that image sensor uh, price point wise? So you're looking at uh, yeah, toss so, that's right around the hundred dollar price point and you do need to have a hub on the property as well. Sure. Um, like I said, the hub is uh, the MSRP on the hub is right around that $200 range as well. So, mm-hmm. or if you're building that into keyless access and everything, just add that one device. And like I said, you obviously don't want an image sensor on a occupied property. So that's one device right. that you can move around from vacant to vacant property. That's pretty well. That's what I was looking at when I'm building uh Right now, I'm building the, that presentation thing that we're going to send out to our client that has I'm building the spreadsheet for these are the ones that I think that we should use. And I have the image sensor on there and the camera, and I prefer to use the camera because I think the camera is great. But the image sensor is just I like to be able to give people an option. And I think that's one of the in all of the packages that I think we do. I think that's one of the best. Give someone an option, image sensor or the camera, because I, I think giving them that option makes it really good. And like, I think the camera definitely is more tenant focused. Like this will get your property running quicker. The other one is more of a but that could be a, that could be a PM owned asset as well. Mm-hmm. That's actually charged out during times of vacancy to that. Yeah, I agree. To that. Homeowner. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we're, we're getting right, right to an hour and I know I have a, a good five seconds of beginning uh, stuff that the editing people are going to have to take out. It was a little bit more than that, but uh, I want to go ahead and get to our final thoughts. Um, final thoughts. I don't want to take up your entire day, Tim, uh, even though I know that we could sit here and talk about chicken and <clears throat> all kind of other stuff for, for hours. Got kids that are poking and prodding me that want to go to the beach. So I love so, you guys, but the kids are harassing yeah. me. So, so let's get, let's, let's go through some final thoughts here first. Brian, what you got? You know, I, I Ultimately, I think that, uh, as I alluded to earlier, I guess my final thoughts wrapping back would be um, this is a difference creator. So creating a a significant difference and a stickiness. And I mean, even as we deal with, uh, and I'm not picking on your your generation, um, (laughs) but as we deal with more and more millennials coming into the marketplace or buying homes later. So even in a home buying situation and when they, you know, typically when that, that age group is buying a home, they want it ready. Yeah, they do. It's like, we don't want you know, the, the days of envisioning changes you're going to do five years from now, it's gone. They want everything the way it should be now. And back to the point on a rental, that's what you're seeing in the rental market as well. Mm-hmm. It's you, you can't put off deferred maintenance. That's going to impact uh, your ability to rent homes, create longer days on market, and probably affect the pricing because you're going to have to discount the pricing to get it off the market. But what they're looking for is they're looking for the wow factor, 
Uh, I think this technology piece fits extremely well into that box, along with some of the other services we're doing. I think you couple all those together. It's it's money saving. It's removing barriers of entry. And I think if you're an investor, you know, talking to operators that do that sort of thing to try to minimize your days on market and understand that days vacant are costing you money, turns are costing you money. Uh, by implementing this system, along with other things, you can create that stickiness factor that we discussed earlier, keep the tenant renewing, keep those increases occurring. And that's that's when you're going to realize your profit. It's yeah, not going to be when a tenant moves out, you have to turn the property plus the vacant days. So I think anybody listening today, we're going to give Tim, uh, when it's his chance, we're going to give him an opportunity to uh, give you his information so you can reach out directly to him. Uh, we'd be happy to answer any questions. Like Jonathan said, we're about to to uh, deploy some of their systems in some of our managed portfolio homes. And uh, we've got a couple of clients who are really excited to, to get on board with this. Yeah. And I think based off the, just the feedback and the experience we're gonna have with those clients, uh, I think we're gonna be able to put the majority, if not all of our portfolio under this. So, yeah. but uh, I guess that would be my final thoughts. I just think it's a great system and, and selfishly I do it on my own house. But like I said, it's taken me, I'm adding pieces all the time. Yeah, of course yeah. And then it's uh, the compatibility factor. And, and, you know, and I'm amazed. I'll give an example last night. It's like, we've, we've got Google Home and uh, we'd go to bed and I forgot to turn the television off in the living room. And my wife's like, I think the t- TV's on the living room. Hey, Google, turn off the living room TV. <laughs> Click. She said, I, I love this stuff, you know, and then geofencing and all that. So it's, it's just really cool technology. And it does, you know, I just think back, I'm old enough to remember when, there weren't even TV remotes. You had to go, you know, change the channel on the TV and all that kind of stuff. You had so to unlock a garage with a key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, no openers. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. that's right. Tim, <laughs> so, go ahead and uh, why don't you go ahead and give us your final thoughts and go ahead and give your your information. Yeah. Plug, plug away, friend. Tell us tell us how if someone isn't a property manager or even if they are, they can call you or email you or whoever you would like them to email and say, hey. Y'all made an hour's worth of really good points, and I want to use you guys, too. How do they do that? So, yeah, I mean, feel free to reach out to me directly. Um, Want me to just say my email and phone number right here? I'm happy to do that for you. So it's just Tim Wallace, T-I-M-W-A-L-A-C-E, at pointcentral.com. Point Central is all one word. No no E in the middle there. Or if you want to give me a call, my number is 801-326-9299. Happy to answer any questions. I cover everything east of the Mississippi. And I've got my partner, Mark Brandt, covers west of the Mississippi. Um, but at the same time, like I mentioned, we got multifamily. We've got institutional investors that we work with, with and multiple teams on our, in our company. So, Or if you want that security piece, I'm happy to get you guys connected with uh, the right security provider as well that's tied in with alarm.com that can get you guys access to Point Central as well. That's pretty fantastic. And I just want to say, Brian, I can't believe that it's taken us this long to uh, have this have this Shame podcast, have this podcast, and then put a bunch of properties on Point Central. I, like when, when you and I were speaking um, oh, about a month ago, when when you you shot you shot me an email like, hey, let's get let's let's reconnect. We haven't talked in a while. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Tim? How's it going? And you're like, you want to use this? And I, actually, I think I was like, hey, tell me a little bit more about Point Central because I don't know I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about it. I am completely in the dark. And you're like. Good work, buddy. Way to do that. Way to do it. And I was like, you're just my friend. I felt so loved. I'm just joking. I'm, so, I'm, like, I'm like, I just wanted to talk it's to Tim right. because Tim is my friend. I'm like, yeah, what's up, Tim? And you're like, you know, this works for you guys really, really well. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, it does. Oh, why aren't we doing this already? And it just, like, 
all of the pieces for this, especially with the way that the entire rental market is going, not just AHI. I mean, I, I like that we're on the forefront of like, we're, we want to take care of those tenants. We want to be the one that people prefer to rent from because we have the nicest stuff. I like us being on that wave, but the reality is everybody's moving that direction, whether it's a $500 a month property or, or, or whatever, tenants are what matter. And, and the way that you show tenants we care about you and we care that you are happy in our property because vacancy, Brian's right. Vacancy is the killer. If you can renew a tenant better than letting it go empty. If you can get a tenant three days earlier, better than not. I mean, every, every, the biggest budget killer in owning property is vacancy. And this is one of the biggest biggest, in my opinion, it's one of the biggest driving factors that we can sh show someone, hey, yeah, this is a great property. There's tons of great properties out there. This is a great property and well, for also the, look at this. For the cost of implementation, it's it's got the wow factor. Yeah, absolutely. The rate of return on that is- I say that all the charge. time. Yeah. Like we've got, you've got to have a wow factor. You have to have something, when, especially in the, the rental market nowadays, when people go into a house even though, yeah, the market's dwindling and there's less stuff on the market nowadays than, than there has been in the past, but still, there there's competition. You're never going to be the only property on the market. You're just not going to be. Right. Um, so if, if the options are, well, I can go spend $1,200 a month here, here, or here, what makes me choose one of those three? If they're all in the same school district, if they're all in the same, for all intents and purposes, if they're all roughly the same, this wow factor makes people go, this, this outweighs... In my opinion, th these have prettier cabinets than this one. Does it? I oh, mean, yeah. it's, yeah. It, th this outweighs a lot of aesthetic differences for what is way less than a lot of aesthetic improvements cost. And I, I think this is the. And in your example, it's like 1200, 1200, 1225. Yeah. Well, why is this one 1225? Exactly. But, because of this. Yes. Because of this right here. Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, can I use this? Yes. Do I get this on my phone? Yes. Do I get a camera thing? Yes, it's already there. It's done. <laughs> how, well, how do I go see this property? You use that. You use that keypad thing on the front door. What? Does that stay? Yeah. So my kids, when they get off the bus, they can just boop, 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 and walk in. Yeah. Ah, oh, like you just keep spilling through all these benefits to it, and like my face keeps doing it, and I know what's there. Like I, I'm not surprised by it, but I keep saying it. And I'm like, oh, that's so many applications to this, it's just positive. I'm just, you know, I think, I, I think this is uh, a game changer in a yeah. lot of ways. And it's definitely the direction that I think the entire na national rental market is going to go towards. So I'm really excited that we get to have this. Well, the mere fact that you have institutional clients that are thinking along yeah. these lines, that's, that's a perfect indicator. So, so uh, uh, Tim, it's I an adventure. <laughs> yeah, it is. I want to thank you so much <laughs> for being on today. Uh, I'm glad that, that we got you in. Uh, I can't believe it took us this long. Come to Birmingham. Yeah, come to or Birmingham I'll go to Virginia. Man. Oh, no, we're going to go to Virginia before he comes to Birmingham. Uh, well, if I get selected. It's true. Come on, Narpa. You know, he made free. Why not both? September. Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look, look. Even if I don't, Brian, let's just go to Virginia. Yeah, let's well, just go to Virginia. I'm just Take looking forward to buying I know you're going. cold brew. That's, that's what I'm Yeah, exactly. I want to go anyways. <laughs> but so I, I can't believe it took us this long to get you on here, Tim. Thank you so much for spending an, an hour. And hey, thanks for having me. It's been awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So anybody who wants to uh, shoot any questions to Jonathan or myself, you can reach us at podcast with an S at ahiproperties.com. Again, that's podcast at ahiproperties.com. 
And uh, thanks again, Tim. And uh, until next time, keep buying, keep learning, and keep earning. That's our tagline. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you guys rock. Thanks again. Right. Thank you. Thanks, man. Hey guys, Brian and Jonathan here. Today we want to tell you about one of our preferred partners, Roofstock. So what if there was an investing platform that allowed you to collect passive income and generate average annualized returns of over 8% in markets across the U.S., not just the ones in your backyard? With Roofstock.com, you can buy, sell, and own investment properties the way the pros do it and start earning passive income right away. So don't wait. Reach out to them today and get started on Roofstock.com. The songs Lobby Time, Retro Future Clean, and Rocket Power were created by Kevin McLeod of Incomputech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Visit creativecommons.org licenses by 3.0 on the web.